0: we are actually launching our four-week meal and workout plan on January 1st. So if you want to get started on changing your workouts and doing things like slow-weighted workouts three times a week, we have the four-week meal and workout plan that you can follow along.
1: And on January 1st, we're going to be launching with exclusive bonuses, something we only do around this time of the year, and that is giving a free year in the sisterhood. So if you want to get a free year in the sisterhood, all you have to do is enroll in the four-week meal and workout plan uh, starting on January 1st. The bonuses will last until January 7th, but that's not all the bonuses that we, we have during the launch.
0: Yes, we have more bonuses like a $250 voucher for your lab kit, your labs to get done, also a PCOS multivitamin.
1: That's right. The free multivitamin that we have in the metabolism plus bundle so we'll yes. be giving out the free uh, multivitamin with each order uh, as people enroll
0: yes doctor said you got pcos now go
1: on girl just lose some weight So i took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally wait, wait, wait. so i The tea you made this morning, I am gonna have to give it one of the lowest scores Mankind has seen. How dare you! <laughs> I just want you to know
0: that this tea was made from leaves from your garden.
1: I know that, and I don't know what, it's time, not what kind my of concoction fault. you made. Your spearmint
0: is bitter, and your what? yeah, yeah, no, and your experiment. sage doesn't taste Which like sage? sage. The
1: sage I just planted.
0: Yeah, the pineapple sage. Bitter. Oh, the
1: pineapple sage. I see. Okay, okay. Just because you get all these delicious flavors. If you were to let's say get wagyu meat and you get this and you get that and you mix it all together, is it gonna taste delicious? No. You grabbed all these amazing ingredients from my garden and then you went ahead and made a. I don't even know how to describe it. Only, Medley. Yeah, like a, a pot of all these different bushes. What's
0: that Armenian and then tea you come drink to me and blame me? that people drink when they're sick? You drink it. Your dad drinks it. Uchlamur. Uchlamur. <laughs> Sounds good stuff. disgusting. See, that's some good stuff. And that's kind of what I made. <laughs>
1: You added lemon. I don't. I don't grow a lemon. But anyway, I didn't taste it. I smelled it, and it smelled like caca. And that's How all I'm gonna you. say. But sirak I appreciate now, you bringing it to me. I, I appreciate te- you giving me an opportunity for your oh shut tea. up.
0: You know good and well that you're trying to gain the title tea connoisseur well, in this company.
1: I am a tea sommelier. sirak the PCOS
0: am, personal I'm trainer. You, I'm you. Sirek, the PCOS personal trainer, the PCOS project manager, and now the tea sommelier so, of our company.
1: Right now, I have boxes of tea for us to sample. So I've been working with tea sommeliers <laughs> networking around the country uh to basically get different blends so like where we want to release a tea to like like, uh, like a spearmint tea with other teas in it to really help with lowering testosterone help with like lowering cortisol all those kinds of things and make it really fun you know like make it a fun tea but like we're trying to find this really nice blend not just for like obviously it has to be very like uh dosage like reliant but also tastes good and smells good so like we're doing all these taste tests and things like that and um we'll show you some sneak peeks on stories but it's fun stuff like i never thought i would be like going through four different blends of teas and smelling them and making notes to myself
0: Sticking his face in the bag And trying to decide Which one smells better Than the next I'm like It doesn't matter What it smells like You have to taste it first
1: This is gonna be We'll move on After after this But you guys know Those um, Samuel Adams Beer commercials Where the guy The owner Like in the commercial He'll pick up He'll pick up the beer hops And he'll put it up To his nose And he'll just like smell it and you're like wow this guy's an alcoholic or something you know <laughs> that's what i'm doing with the teas i'm like picking it up and i'm just like pushing it to my nose and like smelling it oh my god okay, anyway
0: anyway let's move on because honestly once we come out with the right tea sisters trust me sirek will let you know <laughs> yes Yes. This is very in line with like how we work together in general. I feel like when we came out with supplements, sirak was such a stickler about getting them NSF certified and super clean and perfect. And now with the tea, organic, tastes good, smells good. Yeah. And I'm just here saying, "Give me my supplements. Give me my tea."
1: <laughs> I mean, you're you're a lot more involved in that than I am. that, but I am. I'm, I'm here for the credits. <laughs> All right, well, let's go go on to today's episode, though. Um, As the PCOS personal trainer, I am very excited about today's episode, which is going to be about PCOS-friendly exercises. We're going to talk about some of the best exercises for PCOS weight loss, including which ones you should avoid and which ones you should uh, definitely include uh, in your day-to-day regime or routine. And we'll also talk about, like, not just, like, the main workouts, but accessory workouts, things that you can add in day-to-day, for example, um, that you can just do for, like, 10 to 15 minutes. That becomes, like, a really core uh, part of the, the foundation of your workout routine.
0: Yes. So... Let's get into reading some Monday motivation, some amazing messages from sisters in the sisterhood. The first one is an anonymous member from the sisterhood. She says, for the past month, I went gluten and dairy free, started walking again, eating more whole foods, continued the strength training I was doing. Today I was measured and I lost eight inches in one month. Amazing! I am so happy. I never thought I would be able to lose inch, one inch, let alone eight. Thank you to this community.
1: Wow, Anonymous, we're so happy for you, and great job putting in all the in all that great work, yeah. and uh, you deserve those results, just like everybody, and um, eight inches in one month is... That's a lot.
0: That's a lot, you guys. Like, yeah. that is... Probably from like my thumb to my pinky, Yeah, eight inches.
1: So f- uh, for those that are new about like um, the inches portion, so in this sisterhood, in the app, we have like a different way. You can either, you know, go on the, uh, the scale to measure your progress or you can measure like your hip to waist circumference. So in the, in the app, we show you how to like, we calculate this for you. But essentially you measure your hip. Um, waist to hip. And, yeah, yeah, waist to hip. And then... You um, input the numbers. Yeah, we do
0: all the time. math for you. And it tells you your waist to hip ratio. And then like, as that number keeps going down and down, it's just a good sign that the inches around your waist are being lost.
1: And why is that sometimes better? Or in a lot of, in a lot of cases, why is that better than looking at the scale?
0: Because looking at the scale for a lot of people can be triggering, especially if you have like a goal weight that you're trying to get to and you're struggling to get there. And sometimes the scale isn't a proper reflection of the progress that you're making. Like, for example, if you're working out and you're lifting weights in your body, Shape is changing, and you're gaining more muscle and losing fat. Your waist to hip ratio, your your the center of your body, is going to lose weight. And if the scale doesn't budge, you're gonna feel discouraged and be like, "What's happening? I'm not making a dent." But if you measure your waist to hip ratio, you can be able to you're gonna be able to see that progress physically. And I just feel like that is much more um, reliable, encouraging, just. Way better than having a number on the scale, like dictate your mood for the rest of the day and what food choices you decide to make.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Very well said. All right. Well, with that, let's move on to our second Monday motivation, which is a message from Christy. She says, Just day two of these morning walks and I feel amazing. My brain fog has not plagued me through the day. I don't feel near the anxiety I am used to while at work. Before, I would exercise at the gym for an hour and a half after work and I actually felt worse. Made almost 3 miles this morning in about an hour. I have always been a night person because I couldn't make myself get up early. So I was up until 2-3 in the morning and then struggling all day. This, uh, this week, I've been falling asleep within 30 minutes of going to bed. That's amazing. Awesome. Going to consistently keep doing this for the next 30 days and slowly add some slow-weighted workouts. Awesome. And do some measurements. Again, measurements. Uh, I'm not so focused on the pounds lost, but more on how I feel and look visually to myself. And that is uh, exactly what Tanya was talking about earlier. And also I just love what she's doing here she's making this consistent like routine for herself and going to sleep at, at, a, at the same time and getting up early like it's just really uh becoming a routine for her-hmm
0: it's really life-changing these small things can make such an impact on how you feel the next day so let's dive into it
1: yeah I'm jealous of her I <laughs> want like I mean I, I try to do some of the same stuff but like you know, sometimes you fall into, like, a bad habit. You know, you yeah. You go through, like, sometimes, like, a couple a weeks. week or two. And yeah. And you just,
0: like, staying up all night. Yeah. You know. It's true. Sometimes I get into the bad habit of looking at my phone. And then sometimes I get out of the habit, and instead I'm reading my Kindle, and I just feel so much better in the morning. Yeah. I really significantly feel better.
1: Yeah. But great job, Chrissy. Shout sure. out to all the sisters.
0: Woo! Okay, let's do this poll. Now, typically in the Sisterhood, we do a poll, we ask a question, and we like to read the responses here on the podcast. And this one was, what is your favorite PCOS-friendly exercise?
1: Yes, we had five responses, and I'll read them from order of least to most voted. So the least chosen response was light cardio a quick jog brisk walking swimming and cycling so all of this uh, was 5% of the vote the second lowest at 6% was pilates
0: mhm and then we have at 14% yoga love that so relaxing 28% yeah. said slow weighted workouts hey And 47% said walking.
1: I love that. I love it. So in the 5% one that we said, the light cardio, we said brisk walking, which is a little bit different than, you know, I feel like brisk, you know, like power speed walking. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, but yeah, walking was the most chosen. And we just saw the other sister uh, previously, Christy, talking about how her morning walks... We're giving her or we're helping her with her anxiety, giving her more energy. And the reason for that is the the sunlight in the morning helps with your uh, daily cortisol levels to give you energy and also boost your uh, vitamin D.
0: If I could walk for two hours a day, I would be such a happy person. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, because walking makes a huge difference for me, for my mood, for the like seeing results with my workouts as well. Like, yes, I do lift weights, but if I don't walk, I just don't see fast enough results personally so yeah it makes a huge difference yeah for sure let's hop into it
1: yeah with that let's talk about some of the uh, workouts and uh some of the things we mentioned like walking we'll get more into as we uh, dive into it
0: okay so sisters if you're listening to this podcast episode you've probably struggled with losing weight with PCOS and seeing results when it comes to exercising just like I have so if you've been working out for weeks maybe months going to cycling classes back to back and not seeing any results or at least maybe you just lost like one pound while everyone else around you is losing weight It can be so frustrating and I just want you to know it's absolutely not your fault. This is a metabolic issue, PCOS, and what we want to do is support our metabolic hormones in a way so that we can naturally lose weight. It's not about how hard you work, it's not about how many calories you burn, Um, you don't need to push yourself past your limit just to lose weight with PCOS with hit and kickboxing and stuff like that. I've personally done it it doesn't work. It just stressed me out, gave me anxiety, made it difficult to pay attention in class because I had so much like adrenaline and cortisol going on. I had trouble sleeping and I was just miserable. I was in a bad mood after the workout, but during the workout, the adrenaline rush felt great. And I was in denial that it was actually bad for me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I remember Ty when we, uh, when we were dating and the first time that I introduced you to like to, to slow weighted workouts, remember we worked out in like uh we worked out in Pasadena. Yeah. Right. That was the first time we worked out.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: I don't know if I we like picture. Yeah, yeah, and um, I remember when we first worked out, you were. Like, the first set, like, we were just we were just starting to work out, like, doing some weights. And I was kind of showing Tylen around loosely. And as you all know, I have a, pers- a personal training background. So as I was showing her around, she started to, like, in between sets, started to, like, kind of jog in place or run around. Or, like, asking, like, okay, what should I do while you're doing your set? Like, should I do something, like, with this thing right here? Superset? I was like, why? I didn't know what Superset was. I, you I know, was like, running around. Yeah, like you were, like, trying to look a hit workout almost. Yeah. And I was like, wait, well, why... I was like why are you asking all these like things to do i was like why, you just rest and then you'll do your set afterwards
0: we're like taking turns lifting weights.
1: yeah we're taking turns between sets so while i'm doing it she's resting and like she wasn't used to that she was like wait why would i rest and and so forth like a lot of things that people are used to when they're told to just like work out as hard as possible to basically do you know like do bicep curls and then jump to do squats and then do this thing and basically you're like running around the gym dragging weights feeling exhausted and the worst thing is like the next day you don't see any results so Mm -hmm. time uh as she just explained i was going through something similar so when we did our first workout together and introduced her like slow rate workouts it was a big change for her and after the workout you were actually like more relaxed you were like yeah wow like i I called
0: my sister oh yeah? Yeah." yeah yeah and i was like wow i'm so relaxed you won't believe it i just lifted weights i feel great I feel like stronger. I feel like I got a good workout in. I'm sore, but I wasn't like pouring sweat, exhausted, out of breath, feeling like I couldn't keep up. And yeah. she was like, really? That sounds nice.
1: And then years later, like what, five, five or more years later, you're now every morning going to the gym with your sister and basically doing so workouts.
0: Yeah, we are every morning. Yeah. So.
1: But with that though, with that little intro, um, we're gonna walk you through five PCS-friendly exercises that you can do at home, so you don't need a gym, and it doesn't involve hours of cardio. So that's and everything we talked about about running around at the gym, being exhausted, like none of that is gonna apply with these uh, recommendations. So all you'll really need is a pair of dumbbells or a resistance cable. Either one will work with these exercises, and if you don't have either, you can still do these workouts without any equipment, just using your body weight.
0: Yes. And before we get into it, I kind of want to jump into cortisol dysregulation and why doing these intense workouts aren't good for PCOS women. It's because typically when we do these intense workouts and run around and like go, you know, hit and cycling and really long, intense cardio, it pumps stress hormones into our body. And because we have PCOS for some reason, it's harder for us to bring those stress hormones back down. So then we're chronically anxious, fatigued tired and it's just always high and we it's like our new normal you know and you don't even know what it feels like to not be like this after several months and years of being like this so keep that in mind if you feel like no i'm fine like i'm good with my cycling class like are you though like really really deep dive think about it maybe pause it for a month and give um slow- weighted workouts a try or something less intense and see how you feel and then you know you can go back to it if you really want to but I'm just saying. Sometimes we just get used to that adrenaline rush,
1: that feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Feeling. Yeah, I mean, with that cortisol dysregulation too, it also impacts your blood sugar because when you have mm-hmm. uh, high stress hormones, that can also cause you to be less insulin sensitive. So now your your stress is causing you to. Also,
0: Yeah, dump like sugar into your bloodstream. Yeah, correct. Yeah, so that you could burn it for the energy that you need to do the intense workout. Sorry, I interrupted you. No,
1: no, you, you, I, I really, you explained it. Please, please go ahead. <laughs> because
0: I'm so passionate. I just feel like your body produces this sugar so that it can help you get through this long, intense range of cardio. But because we're insulin resistant, we don't burn it up very well. And that's why it's hard for us to lose weight. Doing these kinds of workouts,
1: yeah. So if you're wondering, like, why am I doing all these crazy workouts, burning all these calories, but not losing weight? That's essentially like the science behind it. The science behind why mm-hmm. cortisol, the insulin resistance, your body's not being able to, you know, deal with these like kind of uh, intense exercises yeah. and so forth. So, um, but yeah, let's talk about our let's first. Talk about it. I mean, we, we've been talking about it. We've been our first
0: favorite exercise of How about, our top
1: five. Should we? Should we? Is, I guess it's number one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was going to swap it out with a different one so we could talk. Okay. First one is slow-weighted workouts. It
0: is. It is what it is. I'm not going to put it number two, three, or four. I know. Yeah. It's number one.
1: Yeah. And the reason why is because it's essentially at its core, the science behind it, there's so much research about how weightlifting builds muscle and improves insulin sensitivity. As we know- 80% of sisters have insulin resistance. So the most important workout for majority of PCOS women is going to be weightlifting. And we talked about cortisol dysregulation earlier. So you, you don't want to do for most people, again, it doesn't mean that not everyone uh, shouldn't do a hit, But for a lot of people, if you're doing uh, like intense version of weightlifting, that may hinder Uh, your progress because of the cortisol and the insulin resistance so you want to do weightlifting that's at a lower intensity hence the the slow weighted workouts and when we talk about slow weighted workouts i'll just quickly explain to anyone uh, who's new uh, essentially so, like slow weighted workouts aren't done in like slow motion or anything like that They're essentially weightlifting workouts that are done at a lower intensity pace so that you don't uh, spike your cortisol levels while improving your insulin sensitivity. So they're really great for uh, for that reason and uh, why we why we really like them
0: Yes. And I also really like them because we do a lot of lower body workouts and that's 60% of your muscles in your body. You got your quads, your hamstrings, your hips, your glutes. And when you're doing those lower body workouts, you're moving those larger muscles, which means you're picking up more sugar from your bloodstream and burning it for energy. So it's more effective in improving insulin resistance. And I just think it's so important to Lift the weights, not just do like body weighted workouts. Lifting the weights is the important part when it comes to insulin resistance. And if you can't, you can build your way up to it. No problem.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: All right. Let's get into the second one that I love so much and that is walking. I love walking for PCOS. 10 minute walks after each meal is ideal because it helps you digest the carbs in your food and reduces your insulin resistance. And studies show Studies show that it can improve insulin sensitivity more than intense cardio. So, when you think about it, you are healing the metabolic dysfunction more effectively and efficiently by just walking than going to those intense cycling classes that leave you feeling overwhelmed and exhausted and anxious afterwards.
1: Yeah, especially those morning walks can really help with cortisol and it really helps with energy for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I mentioned it earlier, but it helps you with vitamin D. And it's honestly, one of the um, one of the most common nutrient deficiencies in PCOS women. I think the percentage is something like fifty five percent that are deficient in vitamin D, and it's literally one of the most important hormones in your body because vitamin D is actually a hormone, not. Just yeah.
0: And going out in the morning and looking at the morning sun will help you raise your vitamin D and also your cortisol. So you have energy for the day and then going at night on a walk, not night, but like sunset, those sun rays are different and that's going to help boost your melatonin and get you ready for nighttime and sleeping. So if you're having trouble sleeping, a morning and night walking routine is ideal.
1: Yeah, exactly. And just 30 minutes of walking per day can cut down on the risk of many chronic diseases and improve like cardiovascular health so it's not like you have to walk that much it's like making it part of your i don't know like 30 minutes can be a lot like just to add in but if you just make it like consistent to be like 10 20 minutes per day mm-hmm. it makes like a, a a huge difference and one of our favorite form, forms of walking like as like a workout we've talked about it on like instagram by the way if you don't follow us Loss. but it is the 12 330 walking method it's not something that we've created or anything like that but it's uh something that we really enjoy doing basically what 12 330 is uh you go on a treadmill you put it on 12 miles per hour you sorry no 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 that's way too fast you put it on 12 percent incline incline and then you set it to three miles per hour and you do it for 30 minutes hence uh-huh. the name 12 330 and the point of this exercise is the 12% helps to engage your leg muscles a lot more. Again, lower body workout, really beneficial for PCOS and insulin resistance. Three miles per hour, the speed. Again, that might be a little bit fast when you're first starting, so I highly recommend maybe starting at like one miles per Mm -hmm. hour and slowly increasing to three, but don't do it like maybe on the same day, right? Give it a couple sessions.
0: Yeah, and then just for 30 minutes.
1: Yeah, and then 30 minutes, hence the 30.
0: It is amazing. Honestly, it, and right now I don't have a treadmill at home. So what I do is actually like increase the incline in my elliptical and I um, try to do three miles per hour. But, you know, either way, I just feel like my lower body is engaging. I'm doing it for 30 minutes. I, I'm not going on a run. It's not super intense and it feels good. Turn on the TV and there you go. Yeah, yeah. Watch the Kardashians.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it always helps when you can put, when you can watch a show while you're doing like a walking workout, yeah. honestly. or like a treadmill thing.
0: Honestly, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So those are our top two types of exercises for PCOS. And we're really excited to talk to you about this because we are actually launching our four week meal and workout plan on January 1st. So if you want to get started on changing your workouts and doing things like slow weighted workouts three times a week, we have the four week meal and workout plan that you can follow along.
1: And on January 1st, we're going to be launching with exclusive bonuses, something we only. Do around this time of the year, and that is giving a free year in the sisterhood. So if you want to get a free year in the sisterhood, all you have to do is enroll in the four-week meal and workout plan uh, starting on January 1st. The bonuses will last until January 7th, but that's not all the bonuses that we, we have during the launch.
0: Yes, we have more bonuses like a $250 voucher for your lab kit, your labs to get done. Also, a PCOS multivitamin helps fill the nutrient gaps that we have and improve our metabolic health.
1: That's right, the free multivitamin that we have in the metabolism plus bundle. So we'll be giving out the free uh, multivitamin with each order as people enroll.
0: Yes, so if you're ready to change up your workout routine, we have a plan laid out for you. Full-length videos you can watch with me and Sirak and my sister and my friend Liana. And we are doing the workouts with you. That is what our four-week meal and workout plan entails.
1: And step-by-step recipe videos from Talian that shows each meal from scratch to finish. So I know everybody loves recipes. So you want to see Talian cooking those, you'll enjoy it.
0: Yep. All right. What's number three of our top five PCOS-friendly workouts?
1: All right. Number three is going to be kind of like a... For anyone who's new to weightlifting and you want to try something else first, get used to it, mm-hmm. Pilates.
0: Yes, I used to do Pilates a lot, a lot. I also like it when they do like little weights during Pilates or um, Pilates reformer because there's a form of resistance there. Pilates classes are overall like so much fun because you're in a group setting and um, it's usually girls and it's just like the outfits are fun. <laughs> I used to yeah. go with my mom a lot. So it's, it's good. It's still a resistance distance workout and it's a good stepping stone towards lifting weights doing slow weighted
1: workouts yes exactly and uh i was just gonna say that part before what? you stop finishing i was like i was about to start saying that part oh. but yes exactly it is a great way to get used to weight yeah lifting. yeah moving on to our next favorite uh exercise that's going to be yoga and meditation now i know the meditation parts maybe doesn't sound like an exercise but i really feel like the yoga is almost like a meditation in its own way. Mm -hmm. And I feel like meditation is an exercise for your brain. You know, your brain is a muscle too, you know? Like, it's just as important as the rest of your body. But... yoga is really amazing though
0: yeah yoga has a special place in my heart because I remember I was doing the kickboxing like a wild person okay like every single day and then I realized this wasn't serving me I switched to yoga that was the first thing I went to after kickboxing and when I tell you like my body transformed it was incredible people were noticing it and they're like what are you doing Talian and I'm like I don't know I'm just waking up and going to yoga before class and Honestly, I just think that the impact that it had on my stress hormones made the biggest difference in helping me reduce belly fat and also in just having more energy throughout the day to go on walks and do other things and focus. And I was healing my metabolic hormones when I went to yoga after kickboxing and it actually made a bigger difference on my weight loss journey than kickboxing and intense cardio.
1: I love that. Mm -hmm. That's something we didn't mention too when we talked about these workouts, th- these are really beneficial for like losing weight, but also like particularly with a uh, PCOS belly fat, mm-hmm. because the reason why PCOS belly fat occurs is usually due to high cortisol and insulin resistance. Mm-hmm. So all of these factors that we're improving. Is going to help you with uh, burning off that uh, PCOS belly fat too.
0: Yeah. I mean, those lower body workouts with the improving insulin sensitivity, doing yoga to reduce your stress hormones or walking. Like this is what is going to help you lose belly fat, not starving yourself and running 10 miles on the treadmill.
1: Yeah. Okay. With that. Do we talk about meditation in like in detail? That's
0: part of the yoga experience yeah. of reducing your
1: cortisol. Yeah. And in, just in general, too, like, you can do meditation without yoga as well. Yeah. I think it's absolutely beneficial and something I do every morning, actually, before I start my day. And just really recommend it. Yeah. Even five minutes makes a huge difference. And you'll be surprised. You'll do five minutes and you'll be like, I want to do 10. Like, mm-hmm. you'll want to actually do 10.
0: You'll crave it.
1: Yeah. Okay. So our last favorite exercise is... Is, and again, like we make these top fives, but there's of course other exercises that maybe we didn't cover that could also be great. And just keep in mind, like if there's an exercise that you like, you enjoy, you're seeing results, and you're feeling happy and everything, keep doing it. Like this doesn't mean like you have to be doing one of these five. Yeah. But with that being said, the last one is light cardio. Mm-hmm. So, kind of similar to walking, but light cardio is a little bit more, dare I say it, intense (laughs) but no we're talking about steady cardio right we're talking about cruise control Mm -hmm. imagine we're not talking about sprinting we're talking about you know when you set your car to 65 miles per hour because we all follow the speed limit on the freeway and we just go on cruise control but essentially you're jogging at a steady pace or it could be brisk walking it could be swimming it could be cycling these are all great activities my favorite if you're gonna ask me is gonna be swimming and cycling. The reason why I like these two, or even like elliptical machine is great, and we talked about the treadmill earlier too, but I really like swimming, cycling, and elliptical because they really incorporate more of the muscles. When you're doing a swimming, especially incorporating the entire body through your range of motion. So it's really good for improving lean muscle and having better insulin sensitivity. So overall, that's what I like with these. And they really help with reducing the insulin resistance, but also like reducing type 2 diabetes and cardiovascular disease.
0: Mm-hmm, exactly. And this is the one that was voted the least in the poll that we did in the sisterhood. And that's why we made it number five <laughs> in our list of top five. But it made it to the top five because it's still good for us.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's the least funnest to do, right? Because it's just like you're just running in place. It's
0: You know what's like cardio that's fun? Pickleball. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. That's that cardio.
0: Fun. That's fine. I like that.
1: It's, it's a good idea.
0: joyful, low-cortisol type of cardio. I, I'm
1: the cortisol. I'm, trying to, well, I'm trying to win over here.
0: I need to play with Sidak. That's
1: right. I'm trying to think of a tennis player, but I can't. Uh,
0: <laughs> Andrea Agassi?
1: Yes, I'm Andrea Agassi. Is he half Armenian? I think so, yeah. Okay. But just a couple of tips, though, um, for working out. So just want to give a couple of tips for any workouts that you're going to do that would generally apply. So... Couple things, of course. You you want to be like well rested, got enough no sleep. You don't want to ever like force yourself to work out just because you have a workout scheduled. If you're tired and you feel, especially like for example, if you're on your period and you don't feel very good, those are really important times to rest. So that that's one thing to mention. Second thing, make sure you're fully hydrated. Drinking water is really important to prevent injuries and help with strength and conditioning and like basically uh, be, having a good workout. You want to have eaten an hour before not very like immediately prior so you ne- you never really want to eat right before working out because that's going to make your heart make your body tired because your body is going to be wasting energy digesting instead of the energy required to you know push the weights and then so some things that are more specific do i want to say for pcs so when we talk about the intensity usually with your heart rate we like to recommend having your heart rate um of your maximum heart rate now if you're wondering what's my maximum heart rate so this is something you can look up of course everyone can have individual numbers but you can look up based on your your height age and other parameters it will tell you what your maximum heart rate is and then when you're doing a workout you can try to see what your heart rate's at and try to be 60% of your max heart rate of course you don't need you don't need to really do this personally I like to just uh, recommend people to feel for it So what I mean is when you're doing a jog, when you're jogging, are you breathing like consistently or are you like because if you're if you're doing that, that means your heart rate's probably very high and you're going you're breathing in and out, basically telling your body that you're in stress mode. So that's really a better way to tell you don't need to track like your heart rate per se. Just gauge how your body's going. Uh, for rest periods, I recommend sixty seconds rest in between in between sets. This lets you recover, breathe, and like get water in to hydrate your body. Of course, you can take longer if needed. Uh, I don't recommend working out on a completely empty stomach. Remember, I said earlier, like don't eat, don't work out right before. But I, I also don't recommend like not eating, you know, many hours before your workout. Right. So. If you want to eat one hour before, that's great. The most I would recommend is like two or three hours because if you don't, if you eat like three hours before, you might start to get a little bit hungry before your workout. Tyne, what's your feel on pre-workouts?
0: Not a fan because they typically have caffeine in them. And honestly, if you don't have enough energy to work out, then maybe you shouldn't be doing that workout. Maybe your adrenals and your stress hormones are not at a place where you should be lifting weights or doing, you know, maybe you're just too tired. And I think you need to honor that for a little while and nurture your adrenal glands and your stress hormones a little before going into weightlifting if you're not ready for it. And that's why I transitioned into yoga and then I transitioned into weightlifting and it took me some time because I really wasn't ready for it. Uh, But, and that's totally fine. And I still saw Mm -hmm. great results.
1: Yeah. And with that, too, like to add on to that, exercising for like 30 to 45 minutes is absolutely like a perfect amount of time to work out. So don't feel like you have to work out for hours or you have to do like this unmanageable um, uh, schedule. 30 to 45 minutes, three to four times a week, that's the schedule that we usually recommend. And on your off days, adding some activities like walking or like cardio when you can. And just remember to take a rest day, you know, just because you're on a a, a weight loss journey doesn't mean every day has to be a workout day or has to be a day where you have to, you know, burn X amount of calories. Like we tend to look at it as a long-term approach and it's really important to take a rest day to let your body recover because you'll be surprised how much that actually helps with your results.
0: Yes, I highly suggest listen to your body Take the rest day. And also like Sirak mentioned earlier, if you're on your period, you have cramps, you don't feel like it, or like me, the day before at my period, I'm just not in the mood to lift weights whatsoever. Like yeah. I am just like resistant. Like leave me alone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Just don't do it. Go on a walk. Yeah. You have plenty of other days to work out. Don't force it.
1: And for anyone that's planning on doing this for 2024, I just want to say one thing. Try to make it a consistent schedule. So what I mean by that is work out at the same time every time. So what I mean is like, let's say you pick 5 p.m. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 5 p.m. That's on your calendar. That's the time you work out. It's, sometimes some people will be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to work out today. I'll see when my day clears up and I'll go. Mm-hmm. That tends to kind of not work out because things pop up. People get busy. You know, things happen. You want to have a set day, set sorry, set time. So you know that, okay, at 5 o'clock, I'm going to stop what I'm doing and I'm going to go work out. That's just like it's like going to class or going to work, right? It's five o'clock. That's gym time. That's, that's I have it. to be there. You know? Exactly. That's how me. That's, that's how I do routine. it. That's how time does it in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's five p.m. for you. Maybe it's eight a.m. Seven a.m. You know, just find the time that's best for you, and just try to always do it at the same time. Yes.
0: So your your body expects it.
1: Yes. Exactly. And as we mentioned earlier on in the podcast too, if you are looking for like a four-week plan to start off your 2024, we are launching our exclusive four-week meal and workout plan with bonuses on January 1st. So as as we mentioned, it's going to, it's going to have a four-week plan of meals and workouts, all with videos and step-by-step guidance from me, Talin, and with like full-length videos with, with group workouts. So it's really fun. And it comes with a free year of the sisterhood, which is only available until January seven so you definitely want to enroll to basically get a whole year of tools to manage your PCOS um, that's basically why we do these bonuses is to give people like a whole year of tools to manage your PCOS so they don't don't need anything else.
0: Exactly. We want you to have everything you need from lab tests to vitamins to a workout plan to all the delicious recipes that are easy to make, gluten and dairy free. And we want you to have all those resources in a very simple and easy to understand format. So that's why we created the four-week meal and workout plan.
1: Yes. And we do this around this time of year at no extra cost. So the, the cost is still the same as before. So just so, you know, we want you to take advantage of that deal as well for um, your PCUS in 2024.
0: Yes. All right, sisters. This was so much fun.
1: Yes. I have a workout today at 5 p.m.
0: Well, good for you.
1: Yeah. I will I be will doing a upper body workout, actually. I have a different schedule. But I will be doing back, biceps, and uh, traps. Yes, that's what I'm doing today.
0: I actually skipped my workout today because of my period.
1: Yeah. You were not feeling good. We were very tired last night. And I said no. You listen to your body.
0: And this is, I only do this like once a month. So I'm not going to feel bad. It is what it is.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. You feel better, don't you?
0: I do. All right, sisters, we will talk to you soon.
1: Yes. Take care, everybody. Wishing everyone the best around the holidays and the new year. And we'll see you in the new year after this, I think.
0: Talk to you soon.
1: Take care. Bye. Bye.
0: If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.